Lane Show. Exclusive interviews, fun, music, celebrities. Your weekend getaway. Now, here's Mulberry Lane, Rachel, Bo, and Ellie Cat. Be a part of the family. Well, happy middle of the summer. Happy weekend after the 4th of July. Sisters, are we still celebrating? Sure, why not? Woo. Gotta do it. Still got some fireworks. Suits. <laughs> Guys, we're glad you're here with us. It's the weekend, so you know it's time for the Mulberry Lane Show. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> it's Rachel here with your radio sisters, Bo and Allie. We're off to a hot start. And sisters, let's list those guests. <laughs> The Mulberry Lane Show's on Celebrity stories, songs You're gonna have it going on When we tell you who's stopping by now First up today, two-time Grammy-winning and multi-platinum artist, Rita Coolidge And these are some of Rita's classic hits You just may have heard Your love is lifting me This one. Close the window, come alive, and it will be alright. No need to bother now. Let it out, let it all begin. Learn how to pretend. And this one. your weekend to tell you all about her latest album and this is her 18th album it's called safe in the arms of time now she's going to give you some behind the scenes and the writing and recording of this and she really gets personal about her life and her musical career you're gonna love getting to know this 70s icon better today and for you music buffs rita spent eight years of her life married to chris christopherson today she talks about a brand new love in her life and this guy was a blast from the past One of the messages of her album is all about love and how it's never too late to fall in love. And Rita's a witness to that. Absolutely. Sisters, who's next? Okay, well then it's time for a knockout punch. You guys are going to hang out with MMA fighter and UFC bantamweight fighter Kat Zingano. Now she's just released a new book. This is so cool. It's called Train Like a Fighter. Get MMA fit without taking a hit. Brand new approach to fitness. Yeah, this is going to rock your world. You can change your workout to feel empowered while you're getting healthier and fitter. So peer inspiration today with Kat Zingano. All right. Okay, Rachel, who's next? Then it's singer-songwriter Jordan Felice. Now, he started out fronting hard rock band A Current Affair and was then called to Nashville in Christian music. Hear about his musical and spiritual journey that led him to release his latest project called Future. Now you're going to find out what inspires his songs, what he wants you to take away from listening to his music, and the big mistake he recently made on stage. Yeah, this is a great story, so stay tuned for that. Jordan has a very soulful sound to his voice, and we think you guys are going to really dig his music. All right, Allie. Well, we hope you guys had a great 4th of July, and Rachel, I gotta say that was an awesome 
awesome pancake breakfast you had. Rachel has an annual 4th of July pancake breakfast every year and it set a very festive tone for the rest of the day. Well, thanks, Allie. Yes, we had over 200 family, friends, and neighbors stop by. We went through 20 dozen eggs and 20 pounds of pancakes, some of which are on my hips right now. (laughs) (laughs) And as soon as everyone was gone, I was able to get in a nap. Party and nap. That's the way to do it. Well, when we come back after the break, meet music legend Rita Coolidge. And if you're a music fan, you're going to love this interview filled with lots of behind-the-scenes stories. Keep it right here with your radio sisters on The Mulberry Lane Show. And more of your weekend getaway coming right up. Meet the celebrities on your radio station. Back to the Mulberry Lane Show. Now, here's Mulberry Lane. Well, she brought you hits like Your Love Has Lifted Me Higher, All Time High, and The Way You Do the Things You Do. Music legend and two-time Grammy-winning singer-songwriter Rita Coolidge has traveled back to her musical roots to bring you her latest album, Safe in the Arms of Time. Now, this is her 18th solo record, and Rita is here right now to talk about the writing and recording of this gem. Safe in the arms of time, Rita Coolidge, rhythm and rhyme, yeah, yeah. I love that. That's just so cool. Thank you. You're welcome. Great to have you. Okay. You guys are great. Thank you so much. Yeah. Okay, so Safe in the Arms of Time features a lot of your musician friends. So talk about who's on the album and how it all came together. It was right after I finished my book and I was touring with my book. And I just started thinking, because as I was writing the book and kind of going back the early years and listening to some of those songs... I just started thinking that it would be so wonderful to kind of revisit that time and just the way songs were written and recorded and just that kind of organic, raw, earthy feel. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I just started trying to figure out how to do that, how to capture that for a new album, of course, updated musically. And the phone rang one day, and it was Graham Nash, and he said, check your email, and there was a song called Doing Fine Without You in my email. Oh, wow. And it was a song that Graham had written with Russ Kunkel. When I heard it, I just, this is exactly what I'm looking for. And, and you knew I said, it. I did. I did. Uh-huh. And I said, if you can put this on hold, this is the first song chosen for the record. And now we've started. And then I spent the next two years trying to find those songs and... I found my producer, Ross Hogarth, who was instrumental in sharing the vision of making this record. And then, you know, just putting together our team. And that included, you know, people like David Grissom, who's a phenomenal guitar player, songwriter. He wrote one of the songs on the album with Chris Stapleton. And that one's called Satisfied. It's the opening song on the record. I've always been a huge Keb Mo fan. Mm -hmm. Have all of his CDs and had met him several times. So uh, my producer arranged for me to go to Nashville and and write with Keb, which was the best time of my life. Talk about what was that like in the studio with Keb? It was just so much fun because Keb is... He's just one of the most positive, light people. I mean, he never says anything negative. He's always happy. He's always smiling. And, you know, people like that are just treasures in anybody's life. And if it's someone who is creative and 
actually writes music about that. And Kevin does. He writes songs that are just uplifting. To be around that uh, that energy and, and just him, he's like the brother. But he's also very, very particular. And, you know, he has this great house in Nashville with his wife and son. And the whole bottom floor is designated for music. So there's wow. a big writing room. With the refrigerator and lots of snacks. It's and the dream the, house. It is. <laughs> and then you walk across the hall into the recording studio, which is state of the art. Yeah, we would write a song, and then we would move into the studio and demo it. Oh, it was cool. magic. Mm-hmm. I bet. <laughs> well, if you've just joined us, you're listening to two-time Grammy-winning singer-songwriter Rita Coolidge, who was all over the charts in the 70s. She spent eight years married to Chris Christopherson and that voice. Well, Rita is here joining your weekend, talking all about her latest album, Safe in the Arms of Time, here on the Mulberry Lane Show. So now you mentioned your memoir, Delta Lady, that was released a couple years ago. Now, I have read where you feel like this is your most personal album yet. Do you think having gone through that whole process of writing the memoir, going back in time, allowed you to really get personal with this album? I do. I absolutely do. I think that, you know, there were a couple of things, I think, just writing the book and revisiting those times. But writing the book and exposing everything, you know, just laying it out there, the night before that book was going to be released, I just woke up in the middle of the night and went, oh, my God, what have I done? <laughs> Did you almost say, scrap the whole thing? Well, it was too late then. It was like, and I called my manager. I said, everyone's going to know everything about me. And she said, sweetheart, that's what the book is. <laughs> it was like, yeah. But I think, you know, actually opening up and really just, allowed me to do that musically and lyrically, too. Uh I'm not afraid to say anything anymore, as you may have noticed on Naked All Night. Uh (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Well, you know, it was probably really a good cathartic experience, too, going back through everything and looking at it from the eyes of now. Absolutely. Absolutely it was. Yeah, it's all out there now. Yeah. So now you also went back to L.A. Sunset Sound, where you recorded your first albums. So talk about the Rita Coolidge that walked into that studio for the very first time and recorded those early hits, compared with the Rita Coolidge who walked in there now and recorded this album. Well, she's a lot older now. There's one. (laughs) (laughs) When I uh, first recorded Sunset Sound, you know, and I remember the rooms, and they don't look that different. They got new couches, but they're basically <laughs> the same thing. Maybe yeah. they just recovered them. And all guy. the stories seeped in the walls, too, I'm sure. You know, there are. I mean, I, I mean, I'd walk into one studio, and I would remember being in that studio with Jimmy Buffett and Harrison Ford sitting on the couch. Wow. And, and I'd go, wow, that was a great night. And I'd go into another studio, and there would be memories of albums that I recorded with Chris. And then, of course, I'd recorded in every studio there. I'd done solo albums. And they had, you know, my gold and platinum albums. Or Most of them are hanging in the room where they store and repair equipment. But that's because they have so many gold and platinum albums over the past, what, 40, 50 years. Jeez. So, uh, but I'm still hung on the walls. (laughs) You're listening to Rita Coolidge here on the Mulberry Lane Show. You're going to hear more from Rita right after this quick break, more behind-the-scenes stories, and more about her latest album, Safe in the Arms of Time. Keep it right here with your radio sisters on the Mulberry Lane Show. Taking it a break right now with a Rita Coolidge classic hit. And in the next segment, you'll hear a cut off her new album. Your love is lifted. 
stories behind the songs. Back to the Mulberry Lane Show. Now, here's Mulberry Lane. Thanks for keeping it here on the Mulberry Lane Show. Right now, you're listening to two-time Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Rita Coolidge talking all about her latest album, Safe in the Arms of Time. In the last segment, Rita talked about the recording of the album, and now we're going to get back and hear more behind the scenes with Rita Coolidge. So now, as far as recording the album, how did you go about the recording process itself? You know, this is very different from the old days because I think, you know, in the early 70s when I was recording, I don't think we did the homework the same way because studio time was not as luxurious as it is now. Uh Record companies would just throw down a half million dollars and say, yeah, make us a great record because they would make it back. Now it's not the same. You know, our budget was tighter, way tighter than that. You know, I think you just appreciate the luxury of being in a recording studio as opposed to somebody said today earlier, you know, a recording set up in a bathroom at somebody's house. (laughs) You know, at least at the recording studio and having the tracking band there, the rhythm section, everybody separated and Uh um, just the ideal recording situation. Also that everybody knew the songs because we had worked on them so much before we went in. Mm -hmm. We recorded 12 tracks in five days. Intense. And then then started making it better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Spent the whole summer. And now you didn't do any pitch shifting or any electronic manipulation? Not any at all. Not anything. No, it was not allowed. It had to be organic as it could be. And I think it has Um, more heart that way. I've never done auto-tuning, and I just object to it so Mm -hmm. much. I mean, you know, if you can't sing a song and use auto-tuning, you need to be doing scales. Right. Not not turning knobs. We're with you on that. Right? Yeah. So now this is the first music you've recorded since the death of your sister, Priscilla, whom you formed a trio with her and her daughter, and that was called Walela, and that was to honor the Cherokee heritage. So how much of your sister's influence do you feel is on this album? Well, I think more than anything, because Priscilla and I were best friends, and we were writing partners, and since her death in 2014, I could hardly play my piano. I uh, I couldn't write. I tried so hard to write a song about her, and I just couldn't do it. It would just break my heart. And I would put the top of the piano down and walk away. So We totally get that. Really, yeah, it was such a breakthrough for me to be able to, to write with Kevin and to actually start playing the piano and and to get back into that. And I, I know that would have thrilled Priscilla. Right. So what allowed you to break through that? Well, you know, one thing I think was when I was looking, uh, going through songs, I found a song that I call it the song that I was going to write. It was a song I've been trying to write, written by Tom Douglas, who's a Nashville writer, called The Things We Carry. And it really... Um, it really, to me, spoke volumes about what I wanted to say about about my sister and about losing her and about family. And yeah, it's. Uh, I think finding that song was was a breakthrough because mm-hmm. one, the pressure was off. Right. Interesting that it was the my... music that spoke to you and got you through that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't have to write that song anymore, so I was free to yeah. kind of let my shoulders down. Uh-huh. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to 70s superstar singer-songwriter Rita Coolidge here on the Mulberry Lane Show. There's a song on the album 
that it's, it's about falling in love and how you can fall in love at any age. So what inspired that? Well, I fell in love at 70. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if that was from experience. Yes, I. Um, after my book was released, I was on a book tour and came back to Tallahassee. And actually, I graduated from Florida State University. And while I was here, there was a fellow that I played music with and dated, and we were together for for years. And after I graduated, he was still in school. And I went to Memphis, and we commuted for a while, and and eventually I went to California. And he just said, "You were all, you were so on your way to the, to California and the music business." And he his trajectory was wildlife biology and and writing, and <laughs> so we just you know had separate lives. When I was in Florida, some friends of ours literally kidnapped him and brought him to my <laughs> talk. Wow. When he walked out, because every time I would be in this area or in Wyoming where he lived, I was always looking for him. Uh-huh. And uh, anyway, we saw each other, and it was like not a minute had changed. Wow. It was just the same, and and just madly in love, and it was it's just incredible. That's amazing. So is that I one of the messages that. of the album, that it's never too late? It is never too late. It's never too late. And very often it's, it is right in front of you. Just the theme of love, you know, love is everywhere. That's from Walking on Water. Uh, it's something that it just keeps being repeated in the album. And so it's an album of love. I love that. And I, I know our time is up and we have to let you go. But we want to thank you so much for visiting with us. It's so cool to get to know you a little better and hear about your music and your musical path. And we really appreciate your time, Rita. Well, I've had a great time with you, Rachel and Allie, and let's do it again sometime. We'd love it. Anytime. Thanks, Thanks, ladies. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Rita Coolidge here on the Mulberry Lane Show. Be sure to download her new album, Safe in the Arms of Time. We're going to take you to break with her collaboration with Keb Moe. Here's Walking on Water with Yes, the Theme of Love. When we come back, you're going to meet Kat Zingano. You know her as a mixed martial arts fighter, and she's currently ranked number seven bantamweight fighter in the UFC. Keep it here with your radio sisters on The Mulberry Lane Show. I'm always searching for answers Down here reaching for the stars The only truth that I've ever found Is for me there's no such thing as solid ground I'm walking on water Floating on air What lies beneath me Is really not there I know that love is everywhere I'm walking on water Floating on you covered the mulberry lane show now here's mulberry lane okay it's time to take off your creative hat and put on your fighting gloves cat alfred zingano is a professional mma fighter who competes in bantamweight division in the ufc and she became the first woman to win a ufc fight by technical knockout 
Now, she just released a new book where you can learn the fitness knowledge from the years of coaching, teaching, and training. Pick up Train Like a Fighter, get MMA fit without taking a hit, and get to know Kat Zingano right now. Here we go. Learn, learn to, to fight, fight like a girl with Kat Zingano. Oh my God, that just made me so happy. <laughs> Great to have you. Oh, thank you guys. That was awesome. Well, we, we've had so many musicians on the show, so we're really happy to have you. We're pumped. This is awesome. <laughs> so now congratulations on the book. First of all, you have to talk about what inspired the book. There's lots of fitness books out there, but you felt you could bring something new. Um, so, you know, over the years that MMA has been getting more and more popular, it's common knowledge between all of us fighters what we do to get in shape for these fights. We all have, uh, I mean, our little twists and things that we do, but the trial and error has really funneled down to us basically knowing the same thing. Okay. Like, we need to have strong uh, endurance, we need to have our physiology balanced, we need to have the strength, and then obviously the disciplines that go into it and the motions and proper ways of moving our body to be as safe and as efficient as possible. And I've been a coach for a very long time. I've been helping people and giving them these secrets forever and no one's ever just put it together everybody access how to do it just as a normal person and I thought that it would be really cool to put it all down and hand it over and let people set the goals and get the benefits from what we all already know and find ways to be as healthy and happy as some of their favorite fighters that they see out there getting it you know so I was just pumped to have it be something to offer people in, in ways that they can work on themselves. And it's one thing, you know, because you're working out to fight and to be able to do the technical knockout, whereas the everyday person can use those same concepts to just be more flexible, have a stronger core, and enjoy life more. Right. And I mean, I see it as a way of people being able to get their minds in the same place, too. You know, I mean, having the confidence that comes with knowing that you can take care of yourself, you know, that you have some tools and you have some options on what you can do to kind of protect yourself in a lot of these crazy situations and just the well-being that comes with putting that kind of effort into yourself. I mean, it's empowering, and I'm excited to see people feel that. Now, you have examples in the book of both men and women doing the exercises and really good demonstrations of, you know, what muscles you're working on and what things you'll get from these exercises. So I think that in and of itself is really good because you can see it. Yeah, um, that's with a ton of UFC athletes. Women don't even make up a half of the roster. You know, this is talking about an entire roster of people that are knowing and doing all of the same things. So men and women alike are both doing these things and getting the benefits and really just improving and physically excelling at all of these things. So, yeah, it's for everyone. It's for everyone all ages, and it's all meant to be extremely safe. And that's why I'm so diligent on explaining how everything in that works. Uh huh. Yeah. So now you are one of the first women to break into the MMA competition. So as a pioneer of professional women's MMA, what do you say to that girl or that woman out there in any field who's working in a male-dominated field? I mean, it's tricky. It is hard. And the thing is, is like those small goals you set and meet are very, very important. And on top of it, there's no easy days you know I mean you're going to have to come in and you're going to have to do what it is that you set on doing and stick to that goal and and realize that unreasonable goals take unreasonable action and you got to be there and commit to it and stick to it no matter what happens because if you're really meant to be there and you really want to be there you'll find a way to make it work so (laughs) true and one of the things that's happened in your life is you lost your husband in 2014 so what got you through that time 
exactly that, you know, sticking to those goals. On, on top of losing my husband, he and I have a son, you know, and I had to live through example. I had to show my son how to get through that. I mean, I would love to tell my kid, like, that's the worst thing that's ever going to happen in his life, and it's the last time things are going to hurt. But I can't guarantee that. I can't guarantee right. that for myself. And all I can do at this point is show him through example what I want him to do, what I think is helpful, which is sticking to the things that are important to you and getting your butt up and making sure that you show up to the things that make you feel alive. Do you think all of your training and everything that you've put into this helped you through that time, helped you get up? 100%. I mean, one of the biggest reasons I even want to offer this book is because of the therapy that moving like this offers. It's, it's physically expressing yourself in ways that sometimes you don't have words for. I don't get to walk around and talk about how all of that felt all day long, but I can take it out on some bags, and I can take it out on some kettlebells, and I can breathe hard, and I can be around like-minded people that are probably going through things as well. And, And then on top of it, you get the endorphins out of it, and you get to like your body. You get to like what you put yourself through. And, you know, on top of that, be an example, like practice what you preach and get through your stuff. Like, that's really what I'm doing here. And, and on top of wanting to see people healthier and happier, like, I do want to offer the resource of working on yourself and getting through tough times and figuring out problems like that. Because a lot of the problems that we have in life, we don't get to choose. But you can choose how hard you're going to work at this. And you can choose how you're going to modify and structure your day based off of these kinds of things. And I think that it's a good tool in helping people get through life is yeah. having stuff like this. Yeah. Well, it's truly an inspirational book from cover to cover. And you can tell you live the lifestyle, you walk the walk, and you fight the fight. And we want to thank you for bringing the book to us. <laughs> thank you, ladies. We'll be rooting for you. Thanks, Pat. Right, bye. That's MMA fighter Kat Zingano here on the Mulberry Lane Show. Make sure you check out her brand new book, Train Like a Fighter. When we come back, you're going to meet singer, songwriter, and musician Jordan Feliz. You're going to hear his story. Keep it right here with your radio sisters on the Mulberry Lane Show. This is my fight song. Take back my Got you covered. The Mulberry Lane Show. Now, here's Mulberry Lane. Well, as the front man of the rock band A Current Affair, Jordan Felice toured the West Coast with the Warp Tour. He's now been on a solo journey, and you guys are going to hear what he's been up to since moving to Nashville and all about his album, The Future, and exactly what he wants you to take away from this project. Welcome, welcome to the show, Jordan Felice. Hey, how are you guys doing? Great, great to have you with us. Oh, it's so good to be here, man. So now The Future is your album. Yeah. You've been in Nashville for a while, but what led you to Nashville? What led you down this path? You know, I honestly just kind of felt like a calling. You know, I've kind of felt a calling to do music since I was 15. Whenever the band was done, I actually took a job at a church as a worship leader and thought maybe that was kind of the facet in which the Lord was talking about, like, hey, if I'm going to do music, maybe I'm just going to lead worship. When you led worship, did you actually write songs or were you, you know, playing other people's songs? A little bit of both. Like, I was actually writing some worship songs, but I was also, you know, 
immersing uh, yourself in that genre. Order. Yeah. Really, yeah. Totally, yeah. But after that was done, I literally just kind of felt like the Lord was calling me to Nashville. <laughs> I know that sounds crazy, but I had one of my best friends. He called me, and he said, Hey, if I flew you to Nashville, would you come out here? Would you write some songs? And I was like, sure. Like, and that was just kind of a weird thing, how everything lined up. And, and you know, um, a lot of people think of Nashville as country music, but there's a lot of Christian worship music that also comes out of Nashville. It's actually, it's the Christian music mecca. Right. <laughs> I fell in love with Nashville, like the Lord was saying, move now. <laughs> you felt called to do this, but at the same time, you were broke. Yes. When you're a worship leader, you're not like really... Uh, rolling in it right yeah <laughs> i told my wife i came home and i was like hey i know this sounds crazy but i think we should move to nashville and we prayed about it for a year and a year later and we moved and and i'm talking to you guys on the phone <laughs> and you've got an awesome album in which the single witness is number one which is awesome yes. congratulations thank you thank you so much yeah i'm so excited it has been quite a journey and I'm so pumped. Yeah, so it's a great song. Yes, your oh, music. Thank you. And for someone who hasn't heard you, how would you describe your music? I think I would kind of describe it as like pop soul. Okay. Yeah. Like, you know, there's a lot of pop orientation in it, but also like I have a lot of influences with older like soul music like Al Green and Sam Cooke and Earth, Wind & Fire and like all that whole shenanigans you know um that's kind of what i grew up listening to my dad actually that's like basically all we listened to i used to like be on like a ski team that was about 45 minutes away from my house up in the mountains and every time we drive up for like practice or anything like that's all we would listen to okay. so, so it seeped um, into you yeah if you've just joined us, you're listening to Jordan Felice, former frontman of the rock band A Current Affair, releasing a Christian album called Future. You're hearing all about it here on the Mulberry Lane Show. Going from a band situation to a solo act, was that an adjustment for you, or did that just feel right? It's still taking adjustment, actually. Okay. Like, even to this day, I'm so used to, like, having people, you know, be a part of it with me <laughs> that actually it's funny because even on like on stage my road manager every once in a while he's like you said we again tonight <laughs> and, I totally and i'm like yeah that. i know yeah i do have a band so that makes it like way more you know comfortable for me and plus my road manager actually he was like my legal guardian for a year whenever we were in the band that i was in because i was only 17 okay and we were like on tour and so he's actually my road manager now. Okay. Um, and so having him with me is like my safety blanket. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, it, just, it just makes me feel like I'm more comfortable like wherever I'm at. Because and you're I not alone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I keep him around too because anytime like I am like have an idea or I say something that's just like even like the slightest bit of out of line he'll like literally rip that out right away like because he's just like that good of a friend he's my uh sounding board so that whenever i'm on the road he can like he can say that was a good idea it's that good was a to have idea. a person like that around for- so yeah, can you give 100%. us an example can you give us an example or oh yeah no totally um well i mean like also like joe his name is joey joey um he's really good at like blunt honesty you know if it's not delivered the right way it comes off really bad but joey knows how to do it It, it's like he's joking but like he's saying it for real you know i don't know truth and humor kind of thing yes exactly 
so for instance, the other night only have a certain amount of time. And so our entire show is on a track. So like literally like my talking points, everything is timed out. So I have to like kind of stick to the script. It's right. kind of weird because I'm not like that. I lost where I was at the other night. I literally called everybody worthless. But what I meant to say was like, it didn't come off like I was saying you're worthless. I was saying you're priceless, you're worthless, and the beloved of God. And I said worthless, but literally is all I hear in my talkback mic is, well, that was bad. And I literally was like, oh, no. And so after the show, he just came up to me and he goes, he goes, yeah, maybe we don't call people worthless anymore. And like, I was like, yeah, I'm yeah, so sorry. Point. I have no idea. Something tells me the audience probably understood what you meant, but that's hilarious. What's funny is usually like I'll get a tweet or something. So I don't think anybody actually caught what I had right. said, but yeah. I did. And so did my entire band and they were all dying. You know what I mean? Like just <laughs> laughing so hard. What do you hope people take away from listening to this album? For me, what I really want people to understand about uh, the record is the fact that like every single day we are all dealing with different emotions in our life. You know, sure. we're dealing with stress and anxieties. We're dealing with fears. We're dealing with joy. But ultimately as believers, we have this beautiful thing that we believe that God is sovereign over our entire life, over every season, every moment, and that our future is wound up in the inheritance of God. And that's what I want people to take away, is that we don't have to worry, we don't have to fear, we don't have to deal with any of that stuff when we choose to give it to God and to trust in the sovereignty that He has in our lives. That's beautiful sentiment. In other words, we're not worthless. No. In other words, you are not. <laughs> All right, Jordan. Well, this has been an awesome conversation. Thanks for checking in. Yes, of course. Y'all have a great one. That's Jordan Felice here on the Mulberry Lane Show. Make sure you check out his new project called Future. And here's his single Witness, which went to number one on the Christian charts. I was blinded. You gave me eyes to see. I was going under. You reached out to me. No, there's nothing you won't do to pick me up and pull me through every hour. Yeah, your love is like a fountain. It'll never run dry. It'll never run dry. Your love is moving mountains. Every day of my life. Every day of my life. Can I get a witness? Well, before we let you go, your radio sisters have a special message to help you boost your creativity. Mm-hmm. One of our wishes for you as a listener of the Mulberry Lane Show is to stay in touch with your own creativity. And here to help you do just that is Nancy King from That Pottery Place. Now, Nancy is here right now. And Nancy, now talk a little bit about what people can expect when they walk into That Pottery Place. Well, basically, we're a retail operation. Let you choose your pottery. And once you've chosen what you'd like to paint, we will show you the glaze selections. We have lots of tools, stamps, and stencils to help you. So someone who is not creative or they consider themselves not creative or have never painted before, this is a real simple process. Okay, now you can also bring your kids in, you know, to do personalized gifts for, you know, mom or dad or grandma or grandpa's birthdays and things like that, too. So they make some really unique handmade gifts. Absolutely. The reason that we are attracted to this business is because it's really for all ages. 
anywhere from a little baby that can sponge on the tile that they can use for a trivet, and then we can do a handprint all the way up to grandmas bringing their kids in or having their friends in for, you know, uh, afternoon out. It's really an all-age type activity. Uh-huh. And you are welcome to bring in beverages and snacks, so if you want to make it a small event, you're welcome to do that also. That's so fun. Yeah, and then you also have some summer camps for kids. We do. We have summer camps, and what we do at our summer camps is we offer not only pottery painting, but mosaics and glass fusion. They get to work with clay, so they get to actually create something on their own with wet clay. So So we offer a more variety of projects. For that rainy day in the middle of summer when you're with your kids, you can just drop in with them at any time. You can drop in. We do also take reservations. So if you're bringing a group in and want to make sure there's a free table and there's not something going on, we do recommend calling first. Okay. But other than that, you're also welcome to walk in. Okay. Uh, the only day we're closed is Monday. Mm-hmm. But if it gets really hot out or if it's rainy, this is a perfect place to take your kids yeah. and even start making some Christmas projects. I know it sounds early this summer to do that, but, you know, you can always start with your ornaments and things. Right, at this time. So now people also use this for bridal parties. Yes, this is for any events. We have office events, team building events, uh, bridal showers, baby showers. We have had family reunions here, uh, ladies' night out, church, craft, club groups, team building. So anything you can think of, this is a place you can go to do that. Sometimes we'll bring in and we'll set up a table so they can bring in snacks and such and beverages and then just paint. And then do you see people's mood lifting from the time they walk in the door to the time when they leave? Absolutely. Because, you know, you're just there to kind of get away from everything. So you take your mind off your daily woes and Uh (laughs) kind of relax. I think anytime you indulge your creativity and get in touch with that side of you, it is mood lifting and it is like a mini vacation, really. Well, it is. We've had a lot of single parents that bring their children in when they have their special day with them, and yes. they'll sit there and do something. And then they it's a block of time where you can sit and visit and just take those moments, because now, especially with social media and, and cell phones, it's hard to just get that one-on-one time. So we see a lot of that. And the best time is when you come to pick up your piece, because when you see it glazed and fired, these are food safe, they're washable and all the colors are bright, and all of a sudden they're like, I created that, I made that. Yeah. Exactly. It's so exciting to see that. We love it. Great moment. Mm -hmm. Well, Nancy, Mm -hmm. we want to thank you for visiting with us about that pottery place. Make sure you check them out at 78th and Dodge for a chance to indulge your creativity and get those rare quality moments with your friends and family. Just do it. Thanks, Nancy, for hanging out with us today. Visit thatpotteryplaceomaha.com. Sisters, who else do we need to thank? Gotta thank singer-songwriter Jordan Feliz. Check out the album Future, and congrats to Jordan because his first single off the album, The Witness, went to number one on the Christian charts. Okay, Rachel, who else? A big knockout punch to Kat Zingano. Thanks for bringing your positive message of empowerment and training. We are ready to work out, and make sure you guys check out her book, Train Like a Fighter. Get MMA fit without taking a hit. Makes a great gift for your yourself or for someone else that's right i don't have a punchline for that one (laughs) (laughs) you had to do it didn't you well we were so honored to have music legend rita coolidge join our show today rita thanks for sharing your heart the feelings behind the music your stories and your brand new album safe in the arms of time you're welcome back here anytime rita this chat was magic loved it 
Well, don't forget to join us same time, same place next weekend. We'll be here and you be there. Bo, stay happy and stay blessed. Allie, don't forget to be awesome. Rachel, remember to create where you are. And that's a wrap. Woo! Woo! Yeah. Yeah. It's taking me over the spell that I'm under.